0: Hello from North Texas, this is John M. Beeman with Texan Resolutions. Thank you so much for listening in today, and hope you are all doing very, very well. There are three things I would like to briefly discuss today, the first of which is the Obamacare repeal, the second of which is the sh- uh, short-term spending bill the House of Representatives just passed, and the third of which is North Korea again. But, beginning with Obamacare, according to true pundit. Obamacare is looking possible after two Republicans recently got on board with the program so to speak. Now, I think we as conservatives and we as Republicans and generally most of the United States most Americans, we agree that Obamacare must go, whether it was a bad idea from the start, which I think it I am certain it was. Obamacare was Obamacare was doomed to fail. And I would also say that not only was the idea a bad one, but the implementation was somehow even worse. I mean, the website, for crying out loud, couldn't even get up and running. Now, the GOP has a majority in the House and the Senate, so we have no excuse not to repeal Obamacare. If we were to fail to pass that repeal and replacement bill, so to speak, that would be... A huge loss to Republicans and to conservatives and I will say I firmly believe that we will pass a repeal and replace health care bill soon sooner than later now how good that bill is I don't know it's tough to say what it will be maybe it's the one they're currently working on now I I think that uh, the house is getting together a bill that they're going to try to push through very soon and all I can say is that this bill had better be a good conservative bill, a bill that aligns with campaign promises, because I, I firmly believe that we cannot afford to lose this battle. If we lose this battle, we're in for a long year, two years, and we could really see a massive change in politics. Uh, in the government the republicans would lose control of the house uh, i mean the senate potentially potentially the house and we could potentially undermine president trump's 2020 election run so we have no choice but to pass a good repeal and replacement bill but with all that being said i would like to stress that the most important part is that we owe it to the american people everyone in dc campaigned on repealing and replacing obamacare they need to deliver on that promise and pass a good repeal and replacement bill now moving on to the spending bill that just passed the house to avoid the short-term spending bill to avoid a government shutdown it was very interesting um this bill in my opinion we gave up way too much it's to me a democratic bill it's a democratic spending bill i don't know why we're spending so much but i'll share my personal thoughts on it in a minute, but first I wanted to share with you some interesting facts regarding the vote on it. This bill passed 309 to 118. 132 Republicans voted for it, 102 Republicans voted against it, and 178 Democrats voted for it. Now let that sink in for a moment. On that short-term spending bill, There were more Democrats who voted for it than Republicans. This, mind you, happens under a Congress that is controlled by Republicans and a Congress that is also working with a White House controlled by a Republican and President Trump. There is no way that we should be passing a budget like this. I'm... Let me, let me try to state my opinion on this clearly. This bill is very liberal. It has a lot of spending and we conservatives get very little out of it. Yes, I understand there's some good defense spending increases and I do understand that we are putting a little more money into protecting the border. Those are good, but let's just remember something. We hold the cards. Now I understand that it might need 60 votes to pass the Senate. But I am counting on our Republicans in D.C. to be better negotiators than this. This bill is incredibly disappointing. I get how you can say, well, we have this legal precedent and that. Look, take a deep breath, slow down, and look at the facts. We control the House, we control the Senate, and we control the White House. There is no reason why we should be passing a bill like this. And I think it's also very telling. That we have 102 Republicans voting against the bill. I just, I, I guess it's consistent with the way the last eight years have gone with Republicans, but it's, to me, it's very telling. We have a base of conservatives in D.C. Uh, who are really trying to do the right thing, but then there are there are a couple of rhinos up there, and that is very, very disturbing what i mean and just to be sh- just to be clear rhino means republican in name only the fact that we have the fact that republicans are almost evenly split on this bill and that the democrats are practically unanimously united on it something went wrong big time i have no idea how we are passing a bill like this maybe the democrats are just that much better at negotiating than republicans or maybe the Republicans making the decisions up there aren't as conservative as they campaign to be. Whatever the case may be, this bill is unacceptable. This—it's—it's—it's it's, it's incredibly disappointing. I cannot get over how disappointing it is. I'm very disappointed in uh, Republican leadership uh, right now. Not to say that they can't do good or haven't done good over the first 100 days of uh, President Trump's administration, but. I really want to see some good victories soon. I really want to see a good Obamacare repeal and replacement bill. And we had better get President Trump's budget through, and it had better have all of his tax um, reductions as well. Moving on to our third topic, we've been, I guess, the whole world, so to speak, but especially in the United States, we've been talking about North Korea a lot. And I do think it's an important topic. But what is fascinating is that there are several new uh, trends or new incidents, so to speak. Let me give you an example. According to an article posted by Fox News, North Korea recently criticized China for its actions in this whole thing. Now, a couple of weeks ago, I believe it was, China basically uh, worked with North Korea economically, and one of the one of the biggest economic advantages, natural resources for North Korea is coal. So uh, so North Korea will sell a lot of coal to China. A couple of weeks ago, China um, basically was receiving or getting ready to receive North Korean coal ships. And China told those ships to turn around because they weren't interested in the coal. Now, the fact that North Korea basically publicly expressed its criticism of China is very unusual and I would also like to highlight something else on this note North Korea seems to be very very alone in this situation they don't have many allies maybe they're trying to get on Russia's good side and maybe they're trying to get um, Iran to back them although I think that's kind of a comical idea I don't really think Iran plus North Korea um, given where the information is now is that big of a deal now in the future it could be a real problem but right now i don't think iran can support north korea like that i think we would all agree upon that so i find it very interesting that north korea seems willing to go it alone if you look at it their southern neighbor south korea is well defended by the united states and we are sending essentially reinforcements i mean we're sending a, i think we're sending in an aircraft carrier and nuclear sub if we haven't no we sent the nuclear sub already the nuclear sub is already there and to North Korea's east is Japan which is another strong US ally to North Korea's north they have China who is traditionally a strong ally China recently has been saying listen North Korea you gotta you gotta get a handle on things and then North Korea came out and criticized China publicly so Things are getting very, very interesting. Either North Korea has an ally that we don't know about yet, or they are willing to go at it alone and by themselves. That doesn't necessarily mean anything, but what it does mean or what I think we should do is definitely realize that the likelihood of, how would we say it, military conflict is slightly higher now, at least slightly higher now because north korea they're running out of options they keep all this tough talk going at some point china or the united states is going to step in and say enough's enough and we're just going to denuclearize north korea in one of many ways how north korea reacts to that or if they try to take the first strike so to speak it's tough to tell but it is very interesting that they are now publicly criticizing china and if you look at the situation they are very 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 alone so in summary we discussed three things today the first of which is a potential obamacare repeal and replacement two republicans according to true pundit recently got on board so that's looking very very optimistic and again i'd like to stress the fact that the republicans have a majority in the house and the senate and the white house so we really need to pass a good repeal and replacement bill the second topic we discussed is the short-term spending bill that just passed the House to avoid a government shutdown. It passed 309 votes to 118 votes, but what is very disturbing to me is that there are more Democrats voting for it than Republicans. And if you look at the bill, it is a ton of spending and there aren't near enough conservative victories. I find that bill very, very disappointing. The third topic we discussed was North Korea. North Korea has been in the news a lot lately. But what has changed is that they are now publicly, at least according to Fox News, criticizing China for its actions. And this is very unusual. North Korea seems to be very, very alone. And that is, I believe, a new feeling for them because they always had China at their backs, and now China is saying you got, you got to get a handle on it. And now North Korea is kind of throwing a temper tantrum, so to speak. If you have any questions, concerns, or anything you'd like to share with us, please send me an email at jbeman at texanresolutions.com. That's j-b-e-a-m-a-n at texanresolutions.com. As we prepare to end this audio, please remember to share it with your friends and encourage them to listen and to take part in civil and decent political discussions. Even if we disagree, we should be able to come together, sit down, and have a decent conversation about it. If you like what we do, please remember to follow Texan Resolutions on social media. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day. This is John M. Beeman with Texan Resolutions. Truth and justice for y'all.